You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for joining and listening today. I always start with today is a good day. Today is a good day because we are here, we are breathing, and let's just remember how beautiful and and innate that ability is. Let's just take a deep breath. Ah, and breathe in all of that beautiful clean air and then let's just breathe out and release all of the toxic energy, toxic emotions, toxic thoughts, anything that you know you don't need with you today, just release it, let it go. It's okay. It is okay. And I'm just excited to be here. I know that Most of you know, um, if you've been listening to me now for, I've been doing this for a little over, I think, two years, um, I'm a psychologist, and I've been practicing mental health for 25 years, and I just got certified as an RTT therapist, and I'm so excited, because it's just another, for me, it's another modality to help people really understand where their core issues come from, help them through that transformational process, and it goes straight through to that subconscious mind which controls a lot of our programming and so I just want everyone out there to know that you are not alone you are human going through your life's journey and I'm here to help in so many other you know people um, are bringing to the awareness of different ways to heal different ways of understanding and that's what I love about my special guest today Dr. Nancy Wiley she's doing the same thing and so um, I just want you to check out my website at uh, healthyminds.expert where you can see uh, information on CBD because I'm a daily user of CBD it helps me stay calm and focused you can uh, read my articles I write monthly articles on Fet Lifestyle magazine all about mental health and wellness um, being human um, and uh, where you can listen to the show and uh, learn more about me and my services and so without further ado I want to introduce again my special guest Dr. Nancy Wiley and her new book is called Divine Trust and at the age of 12 she became fascinated by how certain people seemingly manifest things into their lives when she manifested a beautiful thoroughbred jumper for herself and after reading the power of your subconscious mind just a few short years later she began to understand how she had created this simultaneously she also began a lifelong practice of meditation that resulted in the attainment of unity consciousness with her continuing experience and ever-growing confidence in navigating through her inner realm she was able to reach a state whereby she no longer suffers no matter what life presents 
her trust in source has become unshakable. From direct experience, she is now absolutely certain that there is a divine presence that wants everyone to know it and trust it. So for the past eight years, she has been enrolled in the inner circle of a comprehensive program called Your Year of Miracles, where she became clear that her next divine assignment was to assist others in opening to the state of trust in the divine as she has done and in her book divine trust a practical guide to end suffering and find your way home she lays out a blueprint that anyone can easily follow to achieve this incredible state of divine bliss and trust for themselves and thereby achieve freedom from suffering and Dr. Nancy Wiley spent 27 years building a highly successful orthodontics practice in Florida. It was the school tragedy in Parkland that spurred her feel to her to feel the time was right to create and bring through divine trust. And with the loss of one of her own patients and sorrow of so many around her, she felt introducing divine trust would be a path to healing for many. And now she dedicates herself to igniting a massive shift in human consciousness using divine trust as the cornerstone. Welcome, welcome so much, Dr. Nancy Wiley. I appreciate your time and, and just your energy. Oh, thank you for being here. And thank you for that fabulous introduction, Dr. Erica. That's awesome. And I know we're going to have a great conversation because I've been listening to you and loving your show and what you're doing. And you can feel how it's actually rippling out and helping the whole planet. So thank you. And thank you for having me. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much. So I just, we were kind of talking before we got on air, just this, Mm -hmm. um, how interesting enough, the the work that you do is so in alignment with the work that I do. And I just want you to tell uh, the listeners a little bit about your journey and kind of how you came to this kind of uh, connection with the divine trust in this one consciousness. Oh, gosh, it's such a beautiful, you know, and there's so many aspects, I'm going to try to keep it concise. But as from one scientist to another, we, you know, if you're like me, I don't, I don't know if you're like me, but I really just worked on, I have six advanced degrees, six, not just one or two, I have six, three from Columbia. And that did not help me. That did not help me not to suffer. What helped me to not suffer was simultaneously to studying science and, you know, being enrolled in all of these. I was Columbia, I was at University of Maryland. And simultaneously, when I was 16, my mom took me to learn transcendental meditation. So I did that. And, you know, with the hope and the promise, and I would be given books like Dr. Um, Joseph Murphy's The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And another one that kind of expands your mind so much is Autobiography of a Yogi. So two completely divergent paths, one of science and one of metaphysical or, you know, what else is going on? What's, what's under the surface? And you think as a scientist that it's, they cannot, these two fields cannot be merged. But in actuality, I'm sitting in an amphitheater um, in, in the middle of my training, and I had been trained out of me that there was a God. So I was raised Catholic, and then I took a sociology of religion, and they proved there was no God. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting in this amphitheater where the dental and the medical students go together. 
and they they're talking about how the human body responds to um, virus and bacteria and all the different components that the macrophages, the T cells, the killer T cells, the you know all the different aspects that the human body mounts to to uh, you know to get rid of and bring us back to homeostasis. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is so beyond there has to be a presence behind this and it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks in my book i say we have these aha moments it's like a snapback because i believe we are far far more than this biological vehicle roaming the planet we are actually more spirit than this vehicle once you can tap into it so back to the two, two diver seemingly divergent pathways of science and then metaphysical or energy medicine or whatever. I kept seeing things like I manifested that horse. That was like the first thing, I'm like, hmm, how did that happen? And then I saw my mom, she had a tumor the size of a grapefruit um, in her left breast. And we went for a, um, a Catholic mass in the mountains of uh, Maryland where I grew up. And at the end of the mass, she there was a priest doing the laying of the hands on. So she goes, come stand in line with me. So it's her turn. He puts his hand, he asks her what her malady is, she tells him. And he puts his hands on her face for like 12 minutes. When he's done, he says, you're healed. Okay, this was a Friday afternoon, Friday sunset mass. Monday, she goes in for her mastectomy. The surgeon comes in to talk to me and my dad um, in the middle of surgery says, we cannot find the tumor at all. We've removed the breast. We do find positive lymph nodes, but we do not find any of a, a grapefruit-sized tumor. How could this be? So she and I went on to study Reiki and became Reiki masters. So here you go. We're, we're moving down both paths. And if I told you how many things I've learned, um, tapping or EFT, um, Qigong, the Reiki, um, feng shui. Oh my gosh. It's just so much. There's so much there. And then I kept going with the meditation and I learned several different types. I started out with transcendental for like 25 years. Didn't get really much seemingly progress out of it. And then I went to this holosync technique, which is supposed to use science for brainwave entrainment. I did that for like eight years. And then in 2008, I found this fantastic teacher. Her name is Jetta Molly. And she would guide you into this. And it was studying with her. So I did um, all of her courses and her um, group mentoring for three years. And it was with her that I attained um, unity consciousness, where suddenly I'm connected to source. I mean, I started to see source more and more and more through her teachings. She teaches you how to see it yourself. And now, you know, that's exactly what I'm the guide to. We can each have it in us. Everyone has the calling for us. Each one of us in our heart has this call home. And that's what's the, I think the foundation of anxiety of depression. It's like, I have a calling, but I don't know how to, how to, to help it, how to, to access it. You know, this is the calling. Now we do have individual Dharma or whatever paths we're supposed to be like, I'm supposed to be a spiritual teacher. You're supposed to be a spiritual teacher and a psychologist. Um, but other people have different things, but we all have that call home to know who and what we are. And once you do and see it, that's the trust that is divine trust. So 
I'm going to define it and then just end with this. Trust, if you look up in the Webster, it's the firm belief in the reliability, strength, or truth of a thing. In this case, it's God, source, the universe, what, your higher self, whatever name you're giving it, it doesn't matter. It's one and the same. So it's this trust in that. And at first, it sounds like you have to have blind faith. You have to reach out without proof. That's not what divine trust is. Divine trust is you reach out at first, maybe the first few times in blind trust, in blind faith without proof. And then you see this energy. It's waiting to talk to you, commune with you, for you to know it, to share all this beauty. It is the way home. And then it's tangible. It's provable. It's reliable. And it's always there. And it is the most fantastic, blissful state and I did achieve unity consciousness. And I think I achieved it before I actually got this so set of the, the trust. Trust just takes whatever your mind's labeling that and just whoo, smooths it and soothes it and makes it whole and right and perfect. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. Um, there's so much to process, but I want to ask you, because you talked about, I, I do meditate daily as well, and to me, I think sometimes that could be a barrier because people's perception of what it is is something like the, like the you know, you've got to be a Hindu master or you've got to be a shaman master. You've got, you know, there's so many different ways of that people perceive it. And what was it about your last teacher? Yeah. <sighs> That oh gave God. you something different. What what was that? Because like you were in a progression of, oh, of, yeah. of constantly going, wanting to tap into higher, higher, higher. What was it about the last teacher? Okay. First, I, I do have to say I had decided when I read autobiography of a yogi, I was maybe 19. And I thought that was like the end all be all. I'm like, if this is a possibility for humans, I think it's great. And in that book... The most powerful yogi, according to Paramahansa Yogananda, was not his yogi. It was his yogi's yogi. And the reason why is because this yogi had a family, had a job, had children and a wife. And um, Paramahansa Yogananda said that, you know, I live in a monastery. I don't have any of that. So this man had, if he could get levity and still achieve enlightenment with all of the trappings of humanity, that's a powerful being. And so like, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's true. If you have a job and a family, I have a special needs daughter. I'm like, add, add a hundred times fold lift to that. Um, it makes you more powerful. So whenever you have anything that our mind labels as bad or a problem or a tragedy, it's actually, it's actually a beautiful rose for us to open. And, and if we can, use it as the rose it is meant to be and still become enlightened oh my god it makes us so much more powerful so about this teacher i'm going to tell you she would use guided meditation and she would trick our mind at first into coming into the present moment and giving it a job to do so that she could get actually right to your subconscious so she would actually be able to show you source energy it's just so much more powerful. It's like meditation on steroids. And I would have every single time 
I would have every single time I sat down to meditate, even if it was for two minutes or three minutes, I would have fireworks. And everybody always wants that with transcendental meditation. I would sit there for years, like twiddling my thumbs, like, when is it going to happen with her every single time? And all I can say is her light was so bright. She held her light for me. So I would see my light. And now mm. that is what I'm here to do. So it's like, I I'm showing the planet lighting up still not all of it, but it's like three quarters to two thirds lighting up with this information, with this knowledge. And it is platforms just like yours with people that are scientists, just like you and me getting this information out there. It's not woo-woo. It's actually using quantum physics and the quantum realm to explain these profound metaphysical, meditative, unity consciousness experiments, you know, or experiences. I should mm -hmm. say experiments and experiences. It's one and all the same. I love that. I love that. Did When you're doing your meditation, is it the visualization, the image that draws you to that experience? It is going into the present moment, deciding. First, we have to decide. We have to be willing and open. If you're those three, magic happens. And then you have to have knowledge, like a mental constraint or a mental construct. I do think we as humans, we have these minds and they're there to be utilized, but not to be the dominant way of being. So where I come from, I used to be more in my left brain with my mind dominating me. And some point, my right brain, this living from my consciousness took over and it's my come from. That's where I come from. So now it's so cemented and strong within my energy field. No matter what happens, I can say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm in my mind right now. What do I do? Okay, the Uvalde shooting just happened, right? And you, what you said from the Parkland shooting, I'm my practice was a mile and a half from the shooting. That afternoon of February 14th, 2018, I'll never forget it. I'm working on a patient in an open clinic, six chairs, a mom standing right next to me. She exclaims, oh, there's an active shooter at Douglas. We all took that deep breath in when we let it out. Sirens, helicopters. Oh my God. It was just mayhem. No one really came into my office for six weeks. And six weeks after that, when they started coming in, they had this blank look in their eyes. Marjorie Stillman Douglas, which was the high school where the shooting took place, was my number one feeder high school. And that day I lost a patient. And one of my staff lost her sister. But the whole community, can you can imagine what you've all eerie. Yes, eerie. It is. And so when I'm watching the, um, I, I just want to finish with that. So I had already known that I had this divine trust, but I'd suffered for five days. I suffered for that from that incident of the, the shooting. And I said, you know what? I got to get a hold of myself. I'm so much in my mind right now. I'm suffering. I could feel myself suffering. This is not the energy that I wanted to. It was not a helpful energy. You know, you're just being going down, down, down. So I went into meditation. It was from what I remember, it was about two hours, but I lost track of time. And I went in with my trust and it melted everything completely away. 
all my suffering was gone. When I came out of it, I had answers to why these things happen and how to actually deal with it to make it better for the rest of everybody else. So, but I was afraid to come out with it because everyone's, everyone was deep in suffering. And you, I mean, even now I'm going to see the mom of the, um, the patient who she lost her daughter. I don't think I can talk about my book to her directly, but I can talk to it with her best friend and other people in the community. I'm, I'm going to be, um, you know, teaching this uh, as a volunteering it to, to the, our community, because I know that they're still suffering. And you know about suicide rates after things like this. So I'm watching the news to Uvalde. I sit on the couch and I start to suffer and I feel myself coming down. And my um, one of my the person who manages my social media says, What do you wanna, what do you want to post out? And I'm like, I can't, I, I couldn't respond to her because here I am, deja vu, going back into this downward spiral. I stopped, I came into this the present moment. I breathed just like I teach in the book. And all of a sudden I started getting, I, I started getting messages why these things happen all over again. And this, whenever we take a stand for love and goodness, we're taking a stand for what's good and holy. And we are sending out those reverberations into the rest of the world. When you take a stand for love, it is so much more powerful for all of those who are suffering to just take the stand for love. And sometimes you don't have to say anything. You just plant your two feet in the earth, say, I stand for love and goodness. You come into the present moment, you remember this divine trust, and that is so powerful. It's the antidote for all of this. And it will change. If we get enough people doing this, it is shown to me, it's so powerful. It will start to change and be seen in the outer reality for all. Mm, that's like an inner manifestation or an inner image uh, energy state, if you will, manifesting outside in healing, which I think is so powerful because what you're saying is the love that you have within impacts me and gives me love even though we're not physically connected or even in the same space no it's it's all you know in quantum physics there's no time or space and what happens here happens there simultaneously all across the planet and probably to the ends of the universe quantum physics so the quantum realm is so powerful and and Many scientists say this is a woo. I'm like, okay, where are you with quantum physics? Where are you with knowing quantum physics? Einstein died trying to prove the unified field theory. I'm like, it's not going to be found in the mind. It's going to be found within our consciousness. That's where the answer lies. Yeah. And the consciousness and through love letting this come out through us. We're each vehicles vibrating this quantum realm. Everyone has this. Everyone knows this. How do we open up to it? That's what the book is about. That's what my courses are about. I have a master class. That's what it's about. I love it. Mm. Explain a little bit about the purpose of our lives. Oh. Because I think that people are searching. And like, yes. like you said, you found your way back home. Mm. but talk a little bit about that wow it's i'm gonna start with um in the beginning there was one energy and it wanted to know itself but it couldn't feel itself it was just so 
impressive. It was everywhere. It was all knowing, but it just didn't have physical matter. So it couldn't experience itself. And it longed to experience itself. So what happened, it caused an explosion, probably very similar to the Big Bang, if not the Big Bang, which caused matter to extend out without end. So it's a constant expansion in all dimensions for on and on. But within that, there were also constrictions or contractions where matter became a place of time, space, reality. Planet Earth is one of those things. And then eventually humans became perfected to know that they were actually this energy. So the whole point for the human being is that it can be conscious of itself as this. Like your dog can be awake, it's conscious, it's moving around, but can it be conscious of itself as the presence of this energy? Can it be conscious that it is here just to fulfill the mission for God to express itself, to feel itself. So now when we are born, we take, um, we take on what we're, we're here to learn or to express out for the divine as the divine, we are the divine, but we're given amnesia because it would be no fun for God to know that it was God if it was here, because it's all the process of waking up to this immense power that we are so then as we're human beings we get core wounds and those core wounds layer on top of each other and cause us to suffer but we think it's bad with our mind that's how we're taught we're taught that it's bad it's we're suffering or we're bad or we're not good enough which is a collective thing and it is realizing that we are actually the divine here to wake up to that once you wake up to it it kind of like breaks the chains away and you see holy you know what i'm the divine you're the divine every living human is the divine maybe too i i open it up to other species on the planet but i see it i sense it i feel it there is aliveness in everything that's around us, inert and, you know, alive, things that actually move and can, you know, talk. But it's this waking up, finding our way home to our divinity, our true nature, that is really, really the pathway home and why we're here. And this is a massive shift that is, I'm being told, is happening across the planet. It is time for humanity to know this. It is time. And anyone who's probably listening to this, anyone who's living right now on the planet is part of this massive shift. Wow. I love it. Um, we've still got three minutes. Um, <laughs> just answer, and, and if you can make this brief answer, how does a person who's suffering in that worry, anxiety state find that trust that you talk about that brings them back to the knowing? Yes. Yes. Simple. Decide. Be open and willing. Look for a framework. I mean, there are many teachers, maybe not maybe as succinct as what I was taught now, because I wandered around for 40 years <laughs> before I found my, you know, path. Find a teacher, work with them, find the way home. Someone's light who's on will open your eyes and open your light. And that's how it's going to happen. It's a sharing of the light. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, let's see. Share with my listeners where they can get the book, where they can learn about 
more about you and the work you do, and then any other last words of wisdom you want to share. Okay, so the book's available on Amazon on in a paperback and the ebook and also Audible. It's also available across the planet and the Find Away Voices on the Kindle or the Audible. So they can find it there. And if they want to work with me, come to trustthedivine.com. I have free meditations. One of them's You Are Beautiful. So I just, you know, when you said, do you have any last words? We are each beautiful. And if you just take a minute to see that, to know that, and there's a free meditation on my site called You Are Beautiful, go get it. Go get it. Live in it. It just alone. Can you imagine if everyone felt they were beautiful? They knew their beauty. Oh, love it. That's why I'd like to do things for free. Yeah, I love it. Um, I think that the message that you're giving um, that everyone within them is powerful is the beyond powerful beyond i mean and this is just this we're, we're on the brink of this huge massive shift it's just so incredible and we're so blessed to be living right now yeah and and, and but if you look at the physical realm you may not believe that and right. that's why it's so important to into your heart center yes. because that's where the real experience yeah. is yeah yeah oh dr erica thank you so much. <laughs> thank it. you so oh. much oh. thank you so much dr nancy wiley divine trust uh just mm. thank you thank you mm. for your beautiful presence mm. we're changing the world thanks Yay. for listening <laughs> to master your mind with dr erica We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week.